Aquaba, welcome to Titular Talks. This is a platform where I, Titular, have conversations with people from different walks of life who share their thoughts and parts of their stories thus far. I hope you enjoy. So, welcome to the first episode of Titular Talks. Our first guest is Taylor McLeish, uh, amateur boxer, hopefully turning into professional rather soon. Taylor, welcome to the show. Good yeah. to have you, buddy. So, let's get right into it. So, what yeah. would you say got you into fighting? Well, um, I've always been into martial arts all my life and since a kid. I uh, started off doing kickboxing, did that for a few years and at the age of around 11, okay. went into doing karate. And that was mainly because my dad did it and I was just bored of watching him, so I decided oh, okay. to join in. Um, and then, after many years of doing that, I managed to get selected onto the England squad for karate. Wow. And what age? England squad, about. 16 I think okay yeah around that age um and that made me like quit all of the other sports like football so I packed that in rugby I packed in which I was doing alongside everything okay and just focused on the fighting and then um, it weren't too long back when me dad said to me do you fancy training with your cousin he does boxing so um, I decided to go down for a session and ever since I went I'm not looked back back from doing it but sure if you were doing your your martial arts and your kickboxing before and you're already at a national level, why would you then want to leave that and jeopardize that to try and start boxing? Well, if I'm being honest, like, in karate, there's not much, like, money you can get out of it. Okay. So that's, like, one of the main things. Um, like, main, if you got to the very top, you might get a bit from it, but, like, compared to the top of boxing, like, you look at your AJs, who's earning a ton yeah, of money. Yeah, definitely. So... so so you went to it more because you felt like that's what you wanted to do your career? Yeah, like more fame from it, so yeah. that's what my ambition in life, to get the fame, so. Okay, so you knew that the boxing was more likely to get into the fame than Yeah, and thing is as well, like karate, it's not full contact, it's point scoring. Okay. I'm more about the fighting side, so. Where do you think that comes into that? Like, because obviously fighting it's not a nice sport you no. get beat up and you get hit so why do you think it seemed like you, you really like the fighting side yeah. you started before. why do you think you like that well um like motivates me to train uh, motivates me to work hard and like yeah mental mindset it helps with that as well because i'm always training because i know i know the outcomes what can happen in a fight so yeah. oh, okay so because you know what you're aiming for it keeps you disciplined yeah yeah disciplined. yeah yeah. You mentioned earlier about your, your dad how you saw him doing the fighting. Yeah. So would you say he's one of your role models? Yeah, I'd say he's probably my biggest role model. Like, he still trains really hard now in these. Uh, I can't, I think he must be about 52. Wow. Sorry if I've got it wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he must be around 52. And he trains, he's one of the hardest people I know, like, trains the hardest out of everyone I know. And if he can train that hard, Surely I can. Yeah, in his son as well. Yeah, make the effort to train hard as well. So yeah. watching him and seeing him grow up and how disciplined his feet has definitely influenced you to be the exact same. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and he's like helped me along the way, coaching me in kickboxing, karate, and being awesome. in the corner with boxing as well. So he's been a great role model. Who else do you have any other role models inside outside of sport? Um, not really. I'd say the biggest ones be. Dad, um, then I look up to Ryan Garcia, he's a young lad who, who's right. a professional. I just uh, think he's a fantastic boxer. Um, so, 
Yeah, if I can achieve what he could achieve, then yeah, Who else is within your your team? Because you say your dad's who's now um, training as well. Well, yeah. So I was doing unlicensed boxing at the start, which is like it's not as I won't say it's as safe as amateurs, cause can be paired up with anyone. Like I was seventeen doing my first fight, and I was up against a twenty-eight year old. Wow. They told me you only had about one fight and he ended up like having eight or nine fights. So that was my first fight. I managed to win it. Wow. So I was So mentally how does that how do you feel going into it? Because you're starting as in boxing as a seventeen year old and you're going across your first fight with somebody ten years your senior. Oh yeah, like like I say, age is just a number so So but the mental the mental game of it because I'm thinking if it was me and I was going against him, he was 10 years older than me and I'm guessing he's probably been in the sport longer yeah, yeah. so he's had practice and he's he's advanced and then I'm coming in as a young rookie how does that play with your mental side? No, I just like block that out because um, I know I'm good anyway So you trust in yourself? So yeah, I'm trusting myself and like my daddy he knew I'm good enough to win and I won it quite easy so Wow yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. So you're saying who else is in your corner? Alright so when I'm doing my license I'm my dad and my cousin Glenn he's okay. like been boxing at pro gyms all his life okay, well. and now he's like coaching me and but then when I moved into doing amateur I now train at Danesmore Chessfield ABC Club okay. and they have a, they've been going for ages like my dad used to train there when he was little so yeah, we've got a great set of coaches and they'll help push me along the way. That's great. So you, you mentioned your first fight, you won it comfortably. Yeah. And guess, where was that? What's the location for that? That were in Chesterfield, it were a home show. So, okay. Yeah. So because all your friends came out and watched you and supported Thing you. Thing with me, like, I didn't invite a ton of people because obviously more people add more pressure. That's like, true. <laughs> <laughs> I won't want a load of people coming yeah. and, I get, and I get lost, so, okay. so I just invite like, the yeah. close mates. You don't shut them out or nah, they know who they yeah, are. Yeah, they know who they are. Yeah. Um, so you've been a fighter and now you're a boxer. So for you, what does it mean to be a boxer? What do you mean? As in, how do you define a boxer? Because if um, somebody may not know, somebody's like a boxer, all they do is just fight, and obviously it's more than fighting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like the discipline in it is unreal. Um, waking up early mornings to train, so like I'll be waking up at half five Sundays just go running go wow. back go back to sleep and then train later on in the day yeah so it benefits your mindset a lot keeping you disciplined and like the discipline can be used into other things like obviously you've got to have discipline to for working normal jobs waking up at them times so even if it keeps you in routine it keeps you normal yeah definitely yeah like even if I didn't do boxing I'd still have a discipline to wake up for something yeah so and because now because you've got the boxing it then includes it keeps it everything yeah, yeah yeah and so what else do you do so what's your training so you wake up in the morning you, you sometimes you so, run yeah so i'll wake up in the morning go on a three mile run yeah. I, like my knees are quite bad because i've chipped the cartilage in my right knee oh, wow. so i can't run like five miles i do like two three miles keep it steady and then after that i'll have a rest throughout the day and then train at night at my club so Chesterfield ABC, that's where I train. But um, how many hours is that? What exactly is your program for that? Well, um, the job that's like takes about just over twenty minutes, and then I'll normally do some rounds of shadow. 
So six rounds of two minute shadow after an odd job, okay. then rest, and then um, yeah, another hour and a half session at training mm. later on. But when I'm at uni, obviously, I've got to fit that in as well. Okay. So it's literally training before uni, get trained to uni, off the training, literally straight to the gym. So I have to wear my tracksuit to go to. So you're, yeah, so yeah. obviously, so you've got your uni degree, which what you're studying? Architecture. She's not ar- architect, she's not architecture, but you're also doing the boxing side. It's very yeah. easy to obviously leave the boxing and concentrate on your uh, architecture. Yeah, you know yeah. That? Your boxing is like, your, that's where you want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's my main goal. Like, I weren't, I weren't wanting to go to uni at all, but like, obviously it's good to have a backup. Right. So like, if I can do the first part of my uni course, then I've got like something to fall back on if I didn't make it. Yeah, great practice. foundation. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm guessing as your dad uh, brought that mentality in me, you having some. Yeah, backup. having a backup, definitely. Because, like, he'd rather me do the architecture, because obviously that's a great job to have. Mm. Um, but obviously, he's like, whatever I want to do, he'll he'll support me in it. Encourage me. Yeah, and he'll encourage me what I want to do. Okay. So obviously we've been in three months of quarantine so far. Mm. How have you had to adapt to your boxing? Well, yeah, I've not been at the gym since the start of the coronavirus. And my first session back with Chesterfield Amateur Boxing Club, that's on Friday. So that will be my first time going into the amateur gym. Um, But I've mainly just been focusing on the cardio side, so running and the shadow shadow boxing. Outside, so that's all I've been doing since. Because uh, I've noticed, I've been watching your your Instagram stories, and I noticed that even in quarantine, you're still waking up in the early hours. Yeah, yeah. To go yeah. up your runs and do shadow boxing and whatnot. So you, you say you've still kept up that discipline. Yeah, I've still kept up a bit. Like the the aim is just to stay on top and stay ready all the time. Right, right. And then in the future, it'll help me along the way if I stick to that routine and just stay yeah. ready. And um, so you've won currently three wins, one loss. Yeah, yeah. So how was the first loss? How did how did you deal with that? Was um, heartbreaking, but it's motivating me. Like I've never trained so hard like since that loss. Right. So it has motivated me a lot, and I just can't wait for the next fight now. To prove everyone wrong, you doubted me. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you say you have um, you've had people who who doubted you, who like you said, oh, why are you doing that? You never make it pro. And, well, yeah, you'll get people who think you're just dreaming, but yeah. you've got to see it in order to achieve it. And the um, thing is, though, I've got a lot of, I think I have a lot of pressure on my side because all my mates say, no, I've done kickboxing, karate, like always been fighting all my life. So, like, when I have a fight, they expect me to, to, to win. win. Yeah. Because, yeah it's... And then that first loss in amateurs, it were obviously like really disappointing for me, but. Can just use it as motivation and yeah. fuel to get back into it. So I'm guessing, obviously, you probably felt down after what oh, going on. Yeah, right? definitely. So yeah. what would you say um, keeps you going? Because there'll be times when you wake up at half hour thinking, oh, I don't even want to wake up, and then you're in the yeah. gym thinking, I want to go home. So what yeah. motivates you to keep pushing and keep striving? Well, you have to just think of a reason why you started. Because there's no like anything I do, I won't quit. Like. My driving test failed that so many times, kept on going. Same with boxing. No matter how many times I fail, I'll keep on going. So what, because you said you have to have a, a driving force, a reason why you started. So what was yeah. the reason 
Um, to see where I can get into the like with the sport costs. Like I love watching it anyway, so I've always been a great fan of boxing. So I want to just see where I can get in it and see what I can achieve. Oh, I agree with that. Sounds good. Mm. And what would you say you wish you knew before you started all this? Um, well, I probably just wish that I started at a younger age because, like, obviously the top pros, apart from like AJ, he didn't start till quite late on, but most of the top pros started like at the age of five or six or right. whatever. And like, obviously me, I've been doing different martial arts, but I wish I just did boxing. Okay, so would you say, because you, you said obviously you got to um, national level. Yeah, with karate. Yeah. karate. Would you say that you've sacrificed that to even start off um, earlier on? Not knowing where you'll end up? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I probably would. Because I've got to say, like, with boxing being full contact, I just enjoy it a lot more than the semi-contact in karate. So yeah. You were before. Yeah, just say I enjoy trying to knock people out. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. Well, so, so what happens, let's say you're out with your friends in the evening and get rowdy and then someone starts with you, how do you then have to, um, how do you relax? Yeah, I don't fight, um, I've never started a fight, like, I'll be out around town and people go to me, oh, we've got Taylor here, he'll sort us out, but I'm not, I'm not getting into no fights, unless they cause it, the other person, right. that's the only way, but I'm like the last person to always, So how do you keep yourself in, so let's say, Somebody's, you know, somebody's either asking, somebody's pushing you and they're aggravating you, or you're seeing something. Like, do you then just pull the surface? Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd separate it. I won't, I won't cause any trouble. Okay, so, so you're always trying to move in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because it's interesting. Cause I was thinking about it because so if you're a boxer, a fighter, yeah. it's very easy to say, oh well, I've got this up my sleeve, and you start hitting yeah. somebody. Yeah. Then you can, yeah, you can get penalised for that. Mm, definitely. And uh, what would you say is your your goals now? So. Obviously, you're starting now, you want to go pro. So, let's say yeah. in five, ten years' time, what's your plan? Well, um, my goals are so obviously, I've got the uni on the go. So, do the first three years of that, which is the first part. Look to sign pro in either the third year of my uni or after I've done the three years. And then just win as many fights as I can and try and be a champion. That's, that's a goal, just that's to win, win all the fights. Wow. Yeah. Um, before we, we end, what would you say if you could pick a who's your dream fighter? Who, which fighter do you look at in the past or present that you think either you're closest to like is in the style or you just admire the way they box and what they've done? Well, someone who I admire is probably like Floyd Mayweather. Like everyone knows he's a great yeah. and he's so skillful. And some of the things what he does in the fight, like I do try to copy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the shoulder roll out sometimes try that in sparring and it does work sometimes but sometimes you get <laughs> still got to perfect it but yeah that's practice and practice yeah, yeah. Perfect. No, that's, yeah. that's true that's and um Lomachenko he's another fighter he's one of the top like pound for pound fighters who I do look up to a lot right well I think I think that's it thank you um this has been Taylor for this presentation of talks thank you very much Taylor we'll see you soon yeah, that's it. cheers <laughs>